I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. With me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian, and I'm an idiot, and I think we all are, probably, so I ask a lot of questions. If you are new to the podcast, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. It really helps, um, so do that. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, if you're into that, at Blessed Podcast, at Blessed B-L-E-S-S-E-D podcast. Uh, you can follow me at JMS Comedy. And that's on Twitter, Instagram. I also have Facebook, facebook.com slash Jessica Michelle Singleton. Uh, so do all those to see what's up with me. I uh, have a website, jessicamichellesingleton.com. Check that out for shows. And uh, buy my album, either online or uh, get a physical copy from my website, which you also have to buy online, uh, or stream it. And half the proceeds go to a different charity every month. And this month is Planned Parenthood. So yeah, what's up with women's health? Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. And, uh, you know, we got to protect our moms and our daughters and the ladies. So uh, help me help you help people with vaginas and people who use the services of Planned Parenthood. Uh, I, uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, my guest this week is long, 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 long overdue. We just couldn't make our schedules match up. Um, it's a very funny comedian from Los Angeles. Uh, her name is Madison Shepard. Good friend. She's a lovely lady. And she went to the women's March in DC is how long overdue this podcast is. As you remember, that was on inauguration day. So, uh, we've given the president adequate time to continue doing, uh, you know, whatever it is he is doing. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Golfing, I guess. Uh, and, uh, and I interviewed her about that and we talked about some other things. It was fun. We had some laughs and, uh, I learned a lot and, uh, and she was real patient with my dumb questions, which is always appreciated since I can get pretty ignorant. Uh, all right. I'm not going to waste any more of your time. You enjoy this lovely podcast with the lovely and hilarious Madison Shepard. All right. Hello, listeners. Uh, I, I always feel weird with podcasts because it's literally just you here, but I don't know how to address an audience. It's okay. Because I'm here with the hilarious, wonderful Madison Shepard. Hi. Thank you Hi. for having me. Oh, thanks for doing this. <laughs> Finally. Um, I know. We're terrible people. Yeah, it's really timely. I'm just on top of my... Um, <laughs> just topical I, as I'm talk. literally just talking about it on stage, like, in the last, like, month or two. You so need time to process things. I you mean, know? you know, I'm hoping that I'll get some more beats for that joke right? here. Yeah, so. some, I mean, sometimes you have to, like, just... Ta- I, for me, I have talk to just talk it. through shit mm. and then find the, like... Exactly. Organically find the punchlines. I can't just, like... I can't just make everything, like, a dad joke. <sighs> Uh, only like just but we're talking of course about (laughs) 
Uh, I guess mainly we're going to be talking about the women's march that happened. Yes. In DC back in January. God, it's April. This is I know. so funny. I know. You guys, for the record, we tried to make this work for a while, but I am a psycho <laughs> and never around and people have lives. So, yeah, I mean, I, it just, it was a scheduling nightmare, but here we are. We literally just saw each other last week and we just pulled we're out like, the phone yes. and we're like, let's find a date. To let's do, do it. it. I know because it's like been eating away at me that like, I don't have this one up there too because it's so important to me. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. I have these other interviews that I feel like these are informative and it's like different sides of things, but I'm like, but what's important to me? Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, South Africa, but w- what about my needs? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, let's get back to America uh, where the struggle is for me personally. Mm, individual. Yeah, God, it's isn't that what it's all about? <laughs> what's important to me? I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about it. You went to, so you went to the women's march in DC. Yes, I went to the one in Washington DC. The um, big one. A lady comic who uh, was not able to go um, actually purchased my ticket for me. Wow. Yeah, and um, like because she just wasn't able to go, so I she like ha- had like other yeah, obligations she, had, she couldn't, but she exactly. wanted someone to be there. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and so I I went, and I'm lucky that my cousin lives in DC, so and my, a place to stay. Exactly, and my auntie was coming, so like she paid for all of my meals. Thankfully. Oh, what a godsend! Because uh, I I think I went there with like uh, thirty dollars in my pocket because I'm irresponsible. Well, no, it's like every comedian <laughs> is like, I don't know, I'll get some beef jerky at a gas station exactly. and hope for the best. I was like, this is thirty dollars. I'm here for four days. I can can make it work if they uh, fuck up my flight i'll get a free meal i i was gaming it i was like i know i have some like you know starbucks gift card somewhere in my wallet like this is literally the reality show i want to do about like being a road comic <sighs> when you're like coming up and being like how do i make this work in this different city like this amount of yeah. money and just have a like ding yeah 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 eating a piece of i don't know just whatever especially if you have like dietary stuff too it must just be oh, a fucking nightmare well, i mean in theory it is instead i'm just ravaging my body and being like what diet but uh, boy yeah. will i steal some fruit from a continental breakfast <laughs> just like in the purse with you yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's gotta do what you gotta do it's, it's times are tough um okay so did all your family were they going to the march too no just um my aunt and my cousin uh they were going although um I think that I had family attending marches in other places because yeah, there were everywhere. They were in every major city across, even in Antarctica. Antarctica they did. A, that's, you know, what's fucked up is I was in Myrtle beach and the closest without a car. And the closest March was like, cause I was like, well, I'm just going to March in Myrtle beach. And yeah. the closest, there was supposed to be one. I was like looking all over the internet and then they moved it to just like one in the whole state. And so it was like two and a half hours away. And I was like, I have nothing. Yeah. And then I thought about just like, well, what if I just go march alone on the beach? But I don't know. I mean, that's just taking a walk on the beach by yourself. Yeah, I was like, this just seems a little self-serving <laughs> this just now. seems like a little nice uh, treat for you. A little self like, like I'm just dressed like a vagina on a beach. And they're like, this is nice. I didn't know about those pussy hats. Everyone How do you feel them. about those? I mean, um... <laughs> Well, you know, I'm a brown person. And, uh, <laughs> I'll say this, that my pussy ain't exactly uh, that color. Bright Barbie pink. Also, like, I, I just feel for myself, I don't know if it's just because of my own, like, stuff because yeah. i or like my own body issues or if like because i grew up in the south and it's very conservative i don't necessarily want to see genitalia no anywhere like out in public like i did also i used to work at a sex store so i'm used to seeing body parts that doesn't yeah. bother me but like something about 
just on a out hat. in the world it was bothersome to me but like live your life i'm glad yeah. i didn't know about it because i probably wouldn't have gotten involved yeah do you think like if you knew about the hats you'd be like fuck this no i mean i wouldn't have gotten involved with wearing the hat oh okay and gotten wrapped up in trying to sew uh, a hat i mean that like seems that. like a lot of well, god bless whoever's idea that way i hope they made a bunch of money and donated some of it to like woman causes or something because like yeah it's just it seems so uh because otherwise it's like that's ridiculous i mean it's sort of a sign of like one of the bigger issues with that march is that it was kind of centered around uh white feminism a lot and sort of excluded groups that weren't that and i think you know having female genitalia yeah that is pink which is predominantly on people who are um that's a know, very specific vagina type of pussy you know what i mean yeah um i think it like exclude it excluded a lot of trans folks or like allies like yeah do, hella dudes were there too yeah you know what i mean and like maybe some of them were comfortable wearing a, a pussy hat but maybe some weren't i don't know yeah and it's like because i don't know obviously this wouldn't be an issue because men at least you know white men haven't been marginalized but like i i like to think that i stand up for whoever i can if i you know Mm -hmm. anytime i see like injustice i want equality across the board i think so it's like will i you know go protest with black lives matter as a white person yeah but like Mm -hmm. if there were a time where i had to march for men i don't know how i'd feel with like a bunch of dicks as hats yeah and then i just felt and and there is a part of me that's like well it's the same thing as you said. You're like, I don't know if it's because I'm from the South or like, yeah. not that I'm from the South, but I, it's... But you're from Alaska, right? Alaska, which is like the South of the North. Let's yeah, be it's honest. very it's very conservative there as yeah. well. Yeah, right? I mean, we have Sarah Palin, God bless it. But oh, that's right, I forgot. I mean, <laughs> the, we're the worst. But <laughs> it's just this, like, I, I try to listen to the side of like the uber, like free liberal vagina hat wearing people, to right. put it frankly, who are like, you know, like that's nothing to be ashamed of and like, your feelings towards it are it's your own self-hatred the things people say but also there's a part of me that's like how are you expecting to be taken seriously with a pussy on your head because it's like <laughs> women wear dicks on their heads for their bachelorette party right. and now we're just wearing for silly shade pussy hats so it just yeah. seemed but i think that happens a lot with like different lately i don't know if you feel this way with like protest and i think or marching in general. And I think maybe that Pepsi commercial sort of like played into the sensitivity of that. Like I see why people got mad at it, but I mm-hmm. wonder if there was a little of some people recognizing that like a little bit of it seems like it's a trend. Yeah. Where it's like, mm-hmm. it's not real. Where it's like, why are you really here? Is it for, you know, is it for yeah. the Instagram picture? No, I mean, that's a total thing. And I can't honestly, I can't even get into that with people. Cause whole. I'm like, I don't even know. I, I can't begin to like worry about people enough in that way. Right. Cause it's like, that's exhausting. I need to just focus on what I it's care about. It's heartening too. This idea that like people don't really care. And I mean like, it's like, are you just here to get compliments on your sign or do you actually care? Yeah. I mean, I'm bothered so much by people who well, not bothered by, let me take it back. Uh, I think it is disappointing when people, um, for me, uh, show up to protest or whatever, but then that's all they do. You know, I mean, there is something about having difficult conversations with people, you know, there is something to, you know, hashtags do work getting on, on, on for sure. And it like, it does move things. Like it it does get absolutely conversations get started and people it sparks things in others but also like this thing about like are you calling your congressperson did you vote in your local elections like what how how else are you engaging in this process because right now i i know for me at least 
last election, I was resting on my laurels and, you know, a candidate that I didn't support with beliefs that I don't support is in the office. Yeah. And I look at that as like, well, I didn't do anything for to help her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't like go like sign up voters or like, I don't well, know. Yeah, going like, on a no, it's okay. I get it, though, because it's, like, it's a walk. struggle because. Well, I mean, so many people, the initial outrage, it seemed like and obviously everyone has their window from which they see the world and ours is clouded mm-hmm. by you get, you see what's in your newsfeed. And if you follow a lot of like comedians, especially like West coast comedians, what you're going to get is like a liberal slant to things. First of yeah. all, which like is fine with me. Like I'm at least for social causes. Yes, I'm right there. But like, I wouldn't say I'm an extreme. Mm-hmm. And then, so it seemed like the initial outrage was like, fuck everyone who, protest voted or voted third party which i understand the outrage but also i guess i don't know what i'm getting at is just that it's like because because it's like yeah you support like i think there was a lot of people who supported hillary because they didn't want donald trump not because they loved hillary right and also the opposite is true as well of course the opposite is absolutely true there are a lot of people who are like well i can't trust hillary and i'm like so you're gonna vote for donald yeah Trump. okay this like like this man who has no experience it with, was very weird to me that, i mean the track record of most of a lot of lying and dishonesty and just gross misogyny i mean bankruptcies galore right well and it's also just like he spearheaded the whole like obama birth certificate thing yeah. just as like a crazy internet celebrity <laughs> who was on reality tv Remember when that, how quaint that used to be <laughs> like donald that nut job donald trump and now he's our fucking president yeah when it was just like <laughs> <laughs> that silly guy and it's like oh he's in charge now yeah. when it's like i saw it from like i didn't realize i was the only or maybe like one of two con- not conservative excuse me non-conservatives in my entire family like that didn't occur to me until this election where it's like i guess it was always there i just never really like fully examined politics and Mm -hmm. then i i was like oh my god i'm like the complete black sheep of my family interesting and they all think i'm like a a weirdo liberal and even most of them were like well you know i mean my mom was one of those people that's like well i don't like trump but my mom was a person that's like granted anyone who's listening to this podcast i love my mother but they know that i've also openly been like my mom's a bit of a nut job uh but she was one of those people that's like you know if it was bernie i would vote for bernie if it was bernie or trump i would vote for bernie but i she was one of those i can't bring myself to vote for hillary which is annoying Mm -hmm. and angering because of trump but also a little bit i get where people are coming from with Ugh, I hate saying that because it's like in the face of Hillary versus Trump, you think you it's like you buckle down, you go like, well, more of the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there are people who are so sick of, quote, the same, which is fed to them by whatever they're right. I mean, I'm now ranting. I'm sorry. I've taken it way away from. No, no, that's fine, dude. I mean, like, I, I definitely hear you on that. Like, um. I don't know, man. I wish that, you know, I obviously like I can respect that other people are allowed to have their beliefs of and course. vote how they choose because that is their vote. Um, but I don't have to agree with them. I mean, I'm lucky to like 
for me like my family is for the most part liberal uh, um like uh, and my mom is like almost like you know su- like really fucking liberal and my uncle is super fucking like every they, nice. you know, most of my family lives in austin texas um, okay uh, my mom lives here so it's just like my texas family went to dallas so that tells you about them i mean you know <laughs> i'm from dallas so i get it and, um but yeah i mean it, what what could we possibly have have done to prevent it i mean like it is in a weird way like this is the course of history and like it, you know matters more now than ever what we're doing which of is course. why just to loop it back yeah is why it's like you can't just show up to the protest if you don't vote you can't just vote and not not show up to a protest that fits your cause because let's yeah. be honest there's a protest every week it seems oh yeah for a cause that will speak directly to your issues with what's happening um and so it's like it's we just aren't none of us are doing enough but we're mo i would say arguably the average person more politically engaged than we were than before. before which is a, a nice blessing yeah you know I mean? well it's like do you feel like that's a silver lining like because of what's happened it's getting more people involved so that it's like maybe in the future yeah on either side though yeah you know for what sure I mean? which, which is, is for better or for worse but like it's honestly it's not like we're seeing right now how damaging it is to have you know a congress that is republican an executive branch that is republican i mean you know the judicial branches you know it's whatever but like you know we're yeah that that the Party. Senate and the House both being yeah, yeah majority Republican, so like it is problematic. I mean, our you know we need a fair and balanced situation. Yes, we don't have that. I don't think even previously we we have never had that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're a country that was uh, founded by dudes who only wanted other dudes who had X amount of dollars who right. could read only they could vote which is so which is so funny when people talk about like america we're so great and we're founded on this and it's like well no like we've grown to that yeah no we've (laughs) we were quote founded on this but it's like i think we're we're getting closer to our ideals yeah what we've been saying they are it's like and what we've been doing are two different things but yeah yeah and i think you know it is it is good that people are getting engaged on both sides. Yeah. Unfortunately, how it's coming out is people are tearing each other apart. And it's like, that's not how you have productive conversations with people or change yes. opinions either direction or to possibly be changed because maybe you have misinformation about something. Yeah. And it's like, because oh, I, I mean, I'm definitely the kind of person that lives on the fence with things, not in the way that like. Not necessarily that like, I don't know how to make a decision, but I'm an endless skeptic. So it's like, you tell me something like that makes sense. But then it's always like, but what about this? Right. And it's, it does seem the culture. And I don't know if to just to be fair as well for myself, like I I say this on my podcast, which is mixed up with Bianca and Madison. Please give it a listen. Give it a subscribe review. Um, you know, I feel like as a mixed person, because I come from two very different worlds, Ah, I often see both sides of the argument and understand it very well i don't necessarily condone all you know everything but i definitely see it and it definitely yeah. gives me kind of this uh, quote like to quote you like on the fence kind of yeah. vibe or it's like I, mean? I guess it's like I under like a balanced perspective of going hey i don't agree with this person but i do see why they see things the way they mm-hmm. do where it's i think and, and it, I mean, it is something to get emotionally charged about. And I think there's so much going on that people get so emotional mm-hmm. that they're not even able to let themselves like breathe and be like, okay, well, let me try to see. Oh, like people are just like, oh, I don't understand. No one could think this. And it's like, well, let's take a step back. Cause like, maybe it's not the right thing, but they do come from a situation that has led them to, I don't know, believe how they believe, believe how they believe. 
And I think those conversations are hard to have. And it seems like I want to believe that what the situation we're in is like a temporary bridge to getting to a better place. Mm-hmm. It does seem like now there's a lot of like quote, like almost like yelling back and forth. There is. Yeah. It, it seems like people are super on fire for whatever they believe. Yeah. And also added by the president's, uh, constantly saying just fake news <laughs> and like putting into doubt everything that's being like even like reputable sources and, and less reputable sources are being put into question so we don't even know what's fact so now we're just stuck with our feelings which is not a good place which is not to yeah you need progress no because it's like you can't move a hundred percent on emotion like emotion no. is good it causes empathy it gets you to change and like be helpful to people but like there has to be logic and it's mm-hmm. i mean i guess i'm like a tinfoil hat person because i've always been like oh you guys you just think this is fake news <laughs> because it's like yeah i saw good morning vietnam it's all fake like <laughs> like you guys haven't just been watching the news assuming you've been <laughs> it's propaganda but i'm a lunatic that's all right um, it's a good quality to have though I mean, I think it's a little bit of skepticism is healthy. I wish I had more of it. I I will say that I'm um, not to be like a total fucking hack, but ever since I saw Loose Change on YouTube <laughs> in like 2005, <laughs> man, I've definitely questioned more than I ever did before. So yeah. I get it. Well, it's like, <laughs> I, it's like, I like the ability to question, but it gets exhausting. And then mm-hmm. it's like, and I have friends that are so passionate about their causes, rightfully so, or causes or just ideal. I don't even want to say causes, just like thoughts. It's like, sometimes trying to talk to people and be like, well, let's just examine the other side and they don't want to hear it. And you're like, okay, I'm sorry. Mm. Well, let's, well, let's circle it. Cause we, I've gone, we have gone on a walk. Let's get back to this. Sorry. Of walking, <laughs> let's get back to this March. Cause I want to talk about how it felt like the seclusion or how it felt like it's, I think white feminism is a big issue. Not it in is. terms of like white. I mean, white feminism is the issue. I've always been, a bit of a skeptic about the feminist movement, not about being a feminist right. in its nature. Cause I think any woman who's working toward a goal and wants to do her best by nature is a feminist. I mean, you work in a male, do- we, we both work in a male. Do- yeah. I've, well, I've so, yeah. always been a, yeah. an advocate of like, Oh, do you see a woman succeeding in a male? She doesn't have to tell you she's a feminist. Like, like she just is even the Republicans, which that's an interesting thing that like the, people the, get so angry about that. It's like, even like, I don't want to say, I hate I mean, saying that, this, but like that fucking March didn't include, I mean, from what I could see, didn't include any conservative feminist. And by the way, Tommy, Tammy Lauren or whatever the fuck her name is, is, is claims to be a feminist. Um, oh, so yeah. does like, um, what's her tits from the white house, the blonde Kellyanne Kellyanne. So she's well, like a in a way and it's they like, are, but they just, because they don't line up with what the current brand, brand and vogue of like what a feminist is everyone's like i know what's right and everyone wants to be on some beyonce feminism but it's like actually if we we would get farther if we all work together well that's the thing is that like there's a part of me that's like i mean this is again like to put it in a very tinfoil hat way is like they want us to keep fighting you guys that's real but it's like it's true it's not tinfoil hat it's the it's how you keep um, community suppressed and it's how America uh, got to where it is. Divide today. and conquer. Yes. It's like the infighting. It's like, yes, I get the anger towards other variants of feminism. How you go like, Oh, that's not how I see it. I, but it's like, to me, it's almost like, can we let's focus on the big picture. Right. And then let's, we can get to the, the infighting or the correctness or you can, we can tell each other why, you know, have these discussions as well. But like, let's, let's get these men. No. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, kind of, yeah. Uh, Oh God, I've gotten so no, but like, it's it, just, just to like, you know, piggyback on you. I mean, like, 
I I definitely have issues with like white feminism. Um, I think when I first started comedy, and I think this is a trap that happens to a lot of young female comics. Oh yeah, um, and actually some who are less young too. But like to just proclaim that you're a feminist on stage, I can usually gauge how long you've been doing comedy. You know, well, what I to mean? me, to me, like I mean, late, at this point, I'm like. Unless you're an old timer, you pandering to the comedy community, right? It's like you know, for me, it's like I don't, I am feminist. Everything I've ever, all the art I've ever made is feminist. It always supports other people of color and women and and queer folks, and that is the 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 number one item on my artist uh, kind of vision is to uplift and support other women, people of color, and queer folk. I don't need to tell you I'm doing this. Uh, I just have to do it, and like honestly, like. There's this idea I've heard, like you know, like my step my stepdad uh, is Jewish, so like I've heard this idea growing up, like it's not a mitzvah if you tell everyone about it. <gasps> yeah, well, you no, know what like I mean. And so it's actions like, speak louder than words. Exactly, you can pay lip, pay, and that's not to say that every woman who says that. I just want to be clear. Not no, every no. woman. It's says like you can say stage. you're a feminist without. I mean, and I'm, also everyone is at their own place with it. Of course, but that's just where I am now. I, five years from now, that may not be the case. I may just be my fucking album may be called feminist. Yeah, you may just like get to a point well, because it's taken me this long to even realize that I've been a feminist the whole time. Because mm. I definitely <gasps> had a moment of the like the call was coming from inside the house, girl. Right? <laughs> no, because I literally have worked on bits where I was like, feminist. <laughs> Come on, not you know. It's like uh. I went from being like, oh, what are you trying to get a. Oh, just you're just trying to get a leg up, which I still, to be fair, I work on bits about this because like there is the aspect of like, do you want equality, ma'am? Or are you just trying to take everyone down with your what? Well, I'm not going to go there. Oh, yeah, we can go. That's a whole other thing. Well, because it's like a whole other. I know where you I think I know where you're (laughs) headed. That's a whole other. That's a whole. Well, and it's just like just the branding behind the word is like, oh, if I call myself a feminist, people go, oh, she hates men. They there's that branding where they go like, oh, what are you just going to tell me? I'm stupid because I'm a male. And it's. And it was the like apology. Like I grew up with men. I also grew up with a mother who was, she's mentally ill, like borderline. So I got the way I feel about women from her. And she was very like insecure about women. I mean, mm-hmm. you were, you heard me say the Hillary thing, but like yeah. it took me a long time to like get to a point where I didn't feel like women were competition, mm. which I, which I hate that I even went through that, but it was like, and I still find myself holding myself women to, I think every every woman goes through that though. Yeah, it's I think it's just part of growth. It is 100%. And like honestly, like we live in a society that constantly is pitting women against each other. Like even if we don't want to like if there's a guy in a room yeah. and like neither of us want to fuck him, suddenly though we are suddenly going to get in that weird competition. But it's like, like, oh, if he might fuck one of us. Right, even though not nobody wants to fuck nobody anybody. Nobody wants to fuck this guy. Like nobody cares. You know what I mean? But there that is like built in and it, it I wonder how much you is nature to, and nurture, though. I I bet it's probably a little of both, but I think that like we have to fight it. Like I know I've certainly had that in my in my time. I think you have to be on your own fucking journey and do what you need to do. Yeah, I'm just you know in in terms of this podcast too. I'm just saying like where I am today, man. Yeah, there could be some real shit that happens in the next week that like changes me forever or ten years from now or for whatever. sure. But like for right now, I'm told I'm with you. I get it, man. Yeah, I guess that's the thing with the like when we go. It's someone calling a feminist on like, stage. I'm I'm a feminist. Seems so in stone. So and it's like, but also I think a little bit of the Hollywood vibe is, and I could just this could just be my bitterness towards how I feel about LA is that people feel like in order to make it, I have to like really put myself on, like I have to brand myself so strongly yeah. that I have to be the most, which is also whatever, true, which is true, which you is, have to have a POV and you have which to have is some like branding. It's probably fun. why I hate 
that aspect. I, like, I just uh-huh. want to do my comedy and be able to change. And I've been told by industry people that it's like, well, if people can't put a, a strong label on you, they don't know what to do with you. And right. I'm like, I'm this person who's like, don't label me. <laughs> right. Is, yeah. I'm constantly changing. I don't know who I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's like people want to just like, I am like people commit to being the feminist. Right. So, and then it's, I don't think that like stops them from growing, but I guess I, I get why people go like so hard. Yeah. And again, everyone's allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like it's your journey. I know for me that like, it doesn't serve me to, to talk about it on stage. No feminism in general. No. I mean, and also because it's become like I mentioned earlier, this like Beyonceification of feminism where it's like, it's like, it is trendy and it's not talking about the actual work or the actual ideals or like actually going in there and like, or being realistic about it. It's like, yeah, changing, I, you can, you know, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I, you can yes. Queen me a thousand times, but it's like, well, I didn't get the job. So right. <laughs> like, thank you. Queens. Right. Like, it's, yeah. There's, it, it's also like, are you making, at least for me, I have to hold myself to this standard, which is like, am I making, what is my work saying? What am I doing? Who am I including? Who am I working with? Who am I trying to work with? Those are all really key things for me. And like, those are feminist issues to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I want to work with other people who like the folks that I listed earlier. Yeah. And like, that is how I do it. But not again, that is my standard. And also there's, okay. So I'm, I'm jumping around here, but you jump. There was this, there was this thing, this idea that I read about um, that was saying like the fourth wave of feminism is being a feminist and not having to say it. You know what I mean? Oh my God, you we're just so are. ahead of the curve. Well, I mean, you know, who knows? We might have to get back to it. Also, yeah. because we're women who speak into microphones, maybe we'll be first to die in the camps. Who yeah, knows? that's true. <laughs> get me on that train. I've always, uh, trains are so romantic. I mean, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to go to camp. <laughs> Isn't there an Amtrak like scholarship where you can just like write a novel on a train while like traveling across the U.S.? Yeah, I'm such a, oh, I'm such a white lady. I'm like, I love camping. I know. <laughs> that is a super white woman thing. Oh God. I didn't get that lucky uh, uh, for me. I, might, uh, I did not inherit I mean, Anyways. <laughs> you're fine. I mean, this, the stinks I have stunk just from camping. Uh, no, well, oh gosh. Sorry. We've just been like, we're in a, I love this. Though. We're like, we're roundabout, but well, and I you think, get what we're saying. Of course. You see our hearts guys. Yeah. <laughs> when I also think it's like getting to the point of get, getting to a point, uh, just individually where we can, I like that I've gotten to a place where I can see someone else and go like, okay, you know, like not like they're not there yet. Like they have somewhere to be, but it's like, we're all on our own journey. Like when a girl goes yeah. like, when I hear a, another like younger female comic being like, mm, I don't know about this feminist shit. I'm just like, that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes like, you have to be not sure. So you can fucking figure it out. Yeah. Cause it's like, I know I wasn't sure. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know I was doing material that was empowering to women until like enough women were like, thank you. And like, we're like, you know what you said up there is when I was like, Oh, about, you mean when I just talked about my pussy? <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, well, yeah, like when going to Africa and like have, having women go like, I think like, like having a few women be like, thank you for saying that. Like, wow. where they were like, we, I'm not comfortable saying those things. And like, right. And how, you know, and I was like, not that it's just like an African thing. It's just such, even like conservative people being like, you said a thing that is an issue for me that right. I've never felt comfortable saying and is going, Oh my God. Like I just thought I was being a jackass up there. Right. And, and then, um, uh, Yeah, so I think just letting people... 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Being, being okay with are. people's growth yeah and also like ugh, i feel bad for like shitting on other women about it like yeah again do be you do yeah. you be where you are for me this is what is working for me right now yeah. it may not always work and also i think it's better to not be sure about something to figure it out and sometimes on the other hand it's better to swing all the way fucking out just swing so for the fences just yeah. fucking swing out so then you can fucking your pendulum can swing, swing to your in. middle to you wherever f- you need to land for your own personal life yes. i can't say what the fuck that's gonna be and comedy is only such a small part of your life so fucking do what you want who fucking cares right do you feel like this is semi off topic mm-hmm. i guess i don't know how you feel about like quote pc culture or like mm-hmm. the fact that i feel like there are people who are like there are topics that i get scared to talk about talk about where it's like i feel like for the way i develop material i have to do that swing i have to go i'm gonna overstep and right. be like i'm gonna say a thing that like i shouldn't say yeah because i need to like figure out where my brain's at mm-hmm. on this and like let me say this thought that's terrible and then pull because it's like I feel like I process things out loud. Yeah. And I get a little scared to do that lately. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, I don't want somebody to hear the beginning of something I'm working right. on and being like, oh, my God. You know, it's it's interesting. I remember. Uh, well, first of all, I think I, I was I've I'm develop I'm changing a lot in terms of my comedy and. Um, yeah. which is like a, a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful place to be. Um, I feel very excited about it. And I feel like in terms of peak, for me, all I can do is hold myself to the standard for myself. And I can't fucking Amen. say what you can't do or what you can do. I don't have time to fucking police other people. I just don't. Right. And so well, like, me neither. It makes me crazy. Then. No, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of people who feel that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I have like, like currently when we finish this, I have so much fucking writing to do. Yeah. I have so much writing to do. I have like a pitch coming up next week for network. I don't have fucking time to sit around and worrying about, Oh, this person said I don't have time for it. Also like I need to like hustle money to like help my, like feed myself, my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not just my family, but yeah, I mean my my cat, (laughs) my family, my cat, (laughs) my cat, but you know, (laughs) so, um, anyways, like I feel like there was a time when I was, I would, get so upset at like shows and mics and be you know cause a fucking ruckus it's like a distraction from your own shit though right and i'm like no bitch you have so much writing to do like you have more jokes you need to write i reckon i probably need to write like a new 10 minutes uh in the by in the like next six months that's honestly where i am but okay so i feel like you you know there was an instance with an older comic who has been um how do I say this? I feel like people have really like come after him a lot lately. Yeah. Um, and I remember he had this joke that was like very controversial. And I remember the first time I heard it. Guess what? It was seven minutes long the first time I heard it. Yeah. Now it's literally maybe like a minute. It's like boom, boom, boom. It's like they're it working out this to the thing. Point. It yeah. got straight to the point. But, it, you know, it took him probably like, you know, a couple months to get there. Yeah. And like after seeing that for me, it really made me go, huh? Because it's a funny fucking jump the gun. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like like, once you get the punches out. Sometimes you, and also like, 
don't we all as comics say fuck something fucked up to somebody at some point yeah that's what was weird to me is i feel like there's this wave of but i think you're right it's like people need to focus well it's like you i feel like if people just instead of like trying to call people out and do a witch hunt it's like fuel a joke write your own material as a response to that i mean yeah absolutely like if that if something bothers you that's to me i've gotten to a point where when i get that angry i'm like oh this should go into material i think um i heard it was like louis ck who said this is like if you get if you've like gotten angry about something like more than three times you need to write about it yeah and like that's fucking real and you know great, I, mean? I think great stuff can come from that. Absolutely. I mean, so much of my material comes from me being so livid about something because at the moment I couldn't say something. Yeah. Right. But in my act, I get to like say the like clever comeback. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I really get to fucking That's like the best stick part of comedy. You know is it like oh, God. those moments everyone has where like hours later, they're like if only I'd said this, it's like, I'm going to say that for the rest of my life. I mean, like, stage. I feel like, you know, there's all I we always like go, uh, for me. I always go over like arguments that I had in the past. You know what I mean? And that's like, all I do in the I shower. Just, if I just had, <laughs> it's like, no, you know what? What's great is now I could just say it on fucking stage. And yeah. Just, and it's also like, why am I bogging myself down with this? But I do, we all do. So anyway, so back to this idea of <laughs> PC culture, it's just like, you know, like, fuck, and it's also, the, the, but that's where I am. And like, I think every, you're allowed to be where you are. Yeah. And like, I mean, I say coon, I called, I, I have, I've say coon quite a bit in like one of my acts. Oh, somebody is knocking <laughs> Oh, should door. we pause? Sorry, yeah. Hold on. Uh, all right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I just whispered a word and panicked as if there were uh, bloggers listening out the window. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So when you guys were talking about like the shit we say. On stage. On stage. Yeah, man. Like, I, I honestly think about... And also what bothers me too, like with I, in my opinion, a lot of times when people spend a lot of energy calling other people out for saying something that they didn't like on stage... I always go, when's the last time you went up? <gasps> no, there's so you know many people. I mean? Like, when's the last time you got booked? Oh when's my God, the last Facebook time you got people who are like, I mean, the amount of times I've wanted to pull my hair out when someone's like, because I'm a woman and I'm like, I've never seen you at a mic. Yeah. You, I, you post you on Facebook show? every two minutes. How are you writing? Yeah. No, I mean, there are people who literally just like, you yeah. know, 10 paragraphs an hour and i'm like what the fuck are you write a book right because it's like what are you doing and don't get me wrong i i have written me quite a few paragraphs on facebook but also it's like but i also try to limit that for my for my own self i try to limit that because i want to like you know well i still want to use that stuff yeah i've lately been like oh let me fuel this or it's like but start a diary get better at comedy and then sell that later as a book like whatever you was just like here are thoughts from what my 30s or whatever right yeah oh. so there's also that and i'm like you're not really okay do what you need to do but like for me i'm gonna just keep right and that's not to say that i get up i'm not some fucking grinder you know what i mean I like have, i have waves you know what i mean i get up uh enough <laughs> for my yeah. from where i am and what i'm doing um i catch myself at times where i'm like oh i'm not working hard enough exactly and no. then there's sometimes where i'm like i need a break <laughs> exactly it comes and goes and it's just like i don't want to say that i'm like some you know but but i'm just like hey man if you spent like just a little bit more energy focused on your own shit like focus on the work think about how much farther you'd be yeah that's always been a frustrating thing to me because it's like you know you see people like working their ass off and like making progress and like Mm -hmm. and then these people who are just blaming outside things right which i guess that to me is a little and maybe that's our our small window of the world with like comedy but Mm -hmm. because there are issues of like sexism still with comedy there are bookers who don't want to book women and stuff but it's like 
to make everything uh, because you're a woman is like, well, you're actually detracting from the ones that are uh, yeah, the, the real issues of like when it's a thing. I guess too, like for me, like I just sort of, uh, because I haven't seen that in a while. I left like every woman comedy group I'm in. Well, that's I was like, I can't handle it. No, no. I'm going to start hating women. There's probably one good one where you could, you might like, I don't know, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, th- where it's literally just about like, I'm in there work and stuff. Like, okay. Then, then you're in the, <laughs> I'm in this you're, in the, you're in the one that you should be in. The one that's uh, like pinned posts where like, this is only, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to hear your drama, bitches. We don't want to hear you talking shit. Um, yeah. Which is so useful. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, like for me, it kind of gets on some like riot girl shit where I'm like, I don't, if they don't want to book me, fine. I don't need to work within your systems to get ahead. Well, that's my thing. You know is what like, I mean? Knock on another door. Why are you spending so much energy or going create this your person? own door? Yeah. There's so many like, I, I feel like uh, with, with like young female, I mean, I'm not that old in the game. Let's get no, it. No, no. Let's not get it twisted. I'm coming up on three years. And, yeah, like, two I weeks, mean, but, even me, I'm like not that deep in. I'm but like, like people ask me like, oh, what should I do? I'm like, if you're a new female comic, like straight up, start a mic. Start your own chest. Do it because that's how you're like going to learn and get booked and also maybe have some fucking empathy for yeah. people. <laughs> oh my you God. I mean? The difference, like everyone should have to run a show at least briefly. <sighs> or at least a mic. Jesus. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. It's awful. Yeah. And it's like, so and, I don't have to fucking be here. <laughs> well, and the amount of people who go like, oh, no one books me or these people don't want to book me. And like, I, I briefly booked a show. I did my like front yard show and then I just oh, yeah, yeah. started going the road to which, which is a shame because it was actually a fun show and the girl subletting my Peggy is subletting yeah. my room and another comic lives in the house. It's female and they've started doing something in the front yard. And I'm like, Oh, that's which dope. is wonderful. Cause it's, uh, when I was doing it, it would, it would get a pretty good turnout because of the, it's just like outside the city. So it's people yeah. who don't normally go to all the comedy shows and, and you can do like different outreach in Highland park. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was interesting how few women reached out for spots or just in general, how few mm. people and it, it made me go because I had, I was always scared to ask for spots. I'm like, I don't want to annoy anyone. I don't want to bother them. If they right. liked me, they'd book me. And then I realized, and this was just monthly, how yeah. fucking overwhelming it was. Yeah. I never asked for spots till I started booking my own show. And I was like, Oh, I have to ask. Yeah. Cause no. they'd be like, Oh, they don't like me. And it's like, people aren't thinking of you. Like, There's literally people who I hang out with several times a week. I text them all the time. You know, we're yeah. don't it. Sometimes I forget to like book them no and that's no shade to them i love them i think they're funny but like honestly like sometimes you just get and i i book a show by the way me i book a show a monthly yeah with two other very opinionated and fabulous women and i really only get to book one or two spots a month yeah well that's how it is when there's multiple people booking it's you know like what i mean so it's just like what the fuck everyone has their say and then it's like yes or no and then yeah it's just crazy and sometimes some of the booking i would do is just like i saw someone i'd be like you want to do my show like <laughs> yeah no which 100%. is why I'm 100% an advocate for like, go to mics, go to shows, hang exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one's hang coming to you. Hang out too much. Yeah. Well, it's like, be busy. <laughs> like, don't just loiter. Well, that's the thing with the comedy store. Cause like, I'm yeah, a paid I'm, regular there now yeah, too. And, and people, congratulations thank on that. Thank you. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I feel good. It's been a little, few months, but it's really nice. And that's like, it's so weird because of the people have very split opinions about the comedy store. I'm like, that's my yeah. safe space because but it's the opposite of a safe space. I'm like, I could say anything and I feel safe there. Yeah. I mean, like I, I think I could like, I'll say this. I generally don't go to the comedy store unless I'm booked. Yeah. I don't no, go to but hang that's... out, which is uh, fine. Yes. Um, but I will say that I never feel scared to not say something there. No. Well, you know a... what I mean? I feel fine to say whatever the fuck I want to say. 
yeah which you should. you should you should feel that but i don't i don't like it because like i honestly i think that place is like haunted and creepy it for sure it is has legitimately like, haunted okay i was trying to tell that to like uh, i forgot who i was talking to i won't I they used won't. to do mob hits there and in the basement they did abortions illegal abortions <sighs> like it's a hundred percent haunted i get it's, why people it's are a creeped creepy out fucking it. place and like you know and then you know add a couple of comics who don't like me into the mix and then just like, like who are just broody in general some of the yeah. people there and even some people that I actually would consider like somewhat friends. Yeah. I get why other people are like, this person is terrifying and yeah. I don't like them because they scare me. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, uh, all that in the mix. I'm like, you know what? Pass. Miss me. Yeah. Well, that was my point is like, people are always like, should I hang out? Like people, every once in a while will ask me for advice. And I'm always like, if you get booked on a show, go there. And then I'm a very big advocate of like, go for Pollock and sign up. Uh, especially yeah. cause it's like, there was this idea. I think that was the last straw in one of those female, comedy groups and someone posted a picture of like here's the comedy store i guess how many women are here and i was like they want women it's not their fault you're not there like i lost my mind yeah. which probably wasn't fair i'm sure her, i don't even know who posted it and i'm sure right. i like them and they're very nice but i was like you guys they, if you if you don't show up they're not gonna book you yeah. like no one's that's just my biggest advice always yeah. is like nobody is looking for you you have no. to show up and be like i'm here it's true they're I like 100 and also like the, the the comedy store is like one i listened to like jamie flam's interview with um adam with adam and it was very eye-opening because it's like they have a real limited amount of spots to book number adam one is so overwhelmed you know what i mean it sounds in crazy when i finish i highly recommend that if you're interested in the comedy store listen to that episode of uh gatekeepers yes uh, it literally made me just be let me cool out dude it's gonna be fine you'll get but also everything in good time and go go where you can get booked now yeah it's like there's nothing where- worse than if you get like a good fucking spot at the comedy store and you you don't have the material to back it up yeah that's i always advocate that with the big clubs is like don't go till you feel like you're ready yeah and do as i say not as i do i definitely went like i was like i'm just gonna show up to the improv yeah yeah but like but you learned the hard way why that could be maybe not a great choice yeah and it's i know i i waited i was petrified of the clubs for like the first like year and a half two years yeah and i'm always like that's not a workout room for you until you're a regular there the comedy store i don't think the improv is ever a workout room no uh and the comedy store even like i shouldn't even say that but it's like when you're on it one o'clock in the morning fuck you if you think i'm gonna do my like showcase set for yeah, you. yeah like if there's an agent there he, he's that's not an agent i want like what are you doing right or you're coked out of your mind and you're not yeah. gonna remember but yeah. like yeah i'm always like this is when you go to like potluck and stuff i'm like that's a showcase like when you do yeah. the big clubs or like a room you want to do um this has gotten way away from i know point. but it's fine <laughs> coffee huh it's good i know we're drinking so much fucking coffee right um now. um let's well let's go back to the march let's just Great. like jump back yes. um how how was it i i felt did you attend the one here i didn't i wasn't oh, that's here right. that's I was right. in tried to go to myrtle beach bumfuck so myrtle beach which yeah. like god knows even if there had been one i would have been like four of us and like and a bunch of egged probably <laughs> and i'd have been like wait you you're lucky i can't pull my eggs out you like just a psychopath it would have probably made me a staunch feminist but mm-hmm. like the kind that her i would have started a blog for sure <laughs> um it felt like on your point of saying you know it felt a little more uh like it was exclusive mm-hmm. i think because of that to me it felt disorganized and i think what I, what I was perceiving as disorganization was the exclusivity. Yeah. And I would also, I mean, being at the one in DC, this is what my bit is about is it started an hour late. 
it was uh, nearly a million people in not enough space for a million. Like there, there's literally crowd science. And I swear to God, there was not a crowd scientist who like looked at the space where they were like doing the rally. Wow. To like figure out how, because we were literally like, please come see me live so you can hear this. But like yeah. we were literally shoulder to Dude. shoulder, fronts to butts. Uh, you couldn't breathe. People were calling the medic every few minutes. Um, there were children getting lost from their families. Um, the police and the like ambulances that were able to get couldn't get through. There was no fucking food where I was, and I could. I literally, I was like, imagine being on one street corner and across the street corner from me, wow. I could see the bathrooms, but it would literally take me an hour just to oh walk through cr- a crowd, and I may not make it back to my family. And if you left your spot, somebody else filled it. I mean, and you've been to a few other protests, yeah. It, I've never seen anything like it, and it was making me. I was exhausted and it was cold and we were, it felt like if one person fell, it was going to be a fucking stampede. Like domino. It felt like fish in a barrel. Like if somebody was going to attack, like it was, it felt super dangerous when I was there and I was there with my, you know, my like uh, 65 year old aunt. I'm sorry. I, well, anyways, I was there with my, my aunt <laughs> who's an elder statesman, and I was there with my cousin who's very petite and like, you know, we're both tough, but like it was, re- I was like, man, well, and that's a frustrating for as like dangerous. a woman's march. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, from like a feminist standpoint, it's too, it's like... There were supposed to be like lots of volunteers. There weren't volunteers. I didn't really... There weren't that many cops there, which is like... In a, in a situation like that, you need cops. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need them there You need someone doing... To protect... Some, yeah, it's like... Yeah, to protect and serve. Like, you do their fucking job. Yeah, for you once. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like, yeah, so it was just like... It was just, uh, it, for me, it did feel disorganized just on that front to the point where we were on independence and a block to the like, I don't know, directions, you know, to our left, yeah, I'm the <laughs> um, well, east, west, whatever. We were at like ninth and independence, a block to our left. There started a, a, a separate and independent oh, no. march to the fucking White House that wasn't a part of the women's march. It was all the people who couldn't get on Independence uh, Avenue just started on the block over just started their own fucking march and we're marching towards the white house it was crazy disorienting like disorganized is that frustrating because it it's was like, so frustrating and scary oh i like, mean it sounds we, horrifying we had to leave early I, I was at a certain point i was like i'm there were several times where i like ha- had to like look up and try to grab air from like just like above the crowd because i was like i'm gonna have a panic attack like this is scary God. so like for me yeah, I don't know what it was like in L.A. Apparently, they just figured it the fuck out. But in D.C., also, there we were there during inauguration. So there was also elements of, quote, unquote, the opposition who were there. Allegedly. So, allegedly. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I also protested on the day of the inauguration. I can tell you right now, nobody was fucking. I, I literally outside the red gate and like nobody was coming and going from it. But that's neither. That's here so nor funny. Um, yeah, uh, the, he, it's true that no one was at his fucking inauguration. Um, but it was literally it was so it was so intense and emotions were so high it was awful you know what i mean frustrating it was really hard yeah and we couldn't hear the speakers or like see the screen from where we were so it was like man just to be like take us seriously we can do anything men can do and then it's just this it was a lemmings of like and it's like ladies it was a fucking shit show it was really hard I'll say that there were literally people like sitting in trees just to like, you know, get a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd see people like you. And here's the thing. When you tried to leave, 
it would take you so long to shove past groups and groups and groups of people. There are people with dogs and kids and oh strollers. God, kids and, and older, dogs in that. Older like folks there. And it was just like... And then people are probably getting annoyed with each other because it's so plex- close proximity. Yeah. I mean, there were people like getting angry at us where we were. Like there was a guy who was like standing on this uh, electrical box like trying to like photograph something. And people were like shouting like and it was like an annoyed angry yell like coming from like deep within them and i was like this isn't um good because this, this isn't how this was supposed to go no because like it was all like love and peace and i was like sisterhood and i was getting really amped up about the speakers and stuff uh, and it was great to hear like you know um you know angela davis and uh, gloria steinem and all of them it was wonderful um it, also alicia keys was there which is hilarious to me but and also <laughs> janelle mornay why um charlotte <laughs> johansson mm, rather you didn't speak please leave um oh man really yeah it was very it was weird too but so like for me it felt super disorganized and it felt unsafe because of that yeah so that was really quite difficult for me because i was like that you're putting some of the you know uh, you know basically the people who are there are like women mostly and young people and like at risk at risk folks uh who probably you don't risk a lot to get there. I mean, you couldn't even get on like the, the line to get onto the train into the city from Baltimore was like a mile long. Like yeah. it was incredible how many people were showing up. Um, and I felt very at risk and kind of let down by the organizers, but I also, I'm sure they did the best they fucking could. They probably didn't think like that many people were going to show up. Yeah. It's like, I guess for all, you know, it's like, here's what we plan for. And then they're like, dear God, what do we do? I think it was probably from, in my opinion, there's probably eight to 900,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does it feel like because it was so disorganized, it's sort of like it wasn't as, it like it didn't accomplish as much as you were hoping. I thought it accomplished a lot. Okay. Um, still, I think it was like a good show of solidarity, uh, particularly since everyone was doing it worldwide. It felt which important. was so cool. That was the coolest fucking thing. Every continent got involved. That was amazing. Um, I think it for me it accomplished a lot. I talked to a, uh, one of our Uber drivers there. He had gone to the Million Man r- March, which by the wow. way was organized by like Farrakhan. And uh, from what I could gather, there wasn't much uh, nodding to Farrakhan or the Million Man March. Uh, again, white feminism. Um, <sighs> so you know, he was talking about his experience. I was like, well, what when you walked away from the experience? Number one, he said it, he was never afraid. But again, that was like twenty years ago, and who the fuck knows? Yeah. But I was like, what what did you walk away from the experience? you know with and he was like well he's like i don't know if i would have started my business if i hadn't been empowered by being at that rally wow he said like some uh, there was some real it changed my point of view about how to help out my community and how i can um fend for myself and he was like you know i'm sure i'm not the only person with that experience and i said you know what probably there's going to be people here who are going to be inspired to either take action or um you know pursue their dreams in whatever capacity because they saw this just be motivated to think like oh there are people who are with like-minded people that are with i mean i'm getting chills just thinking about it yeah i just got i was like tearing up i was like oh my god It, it made me feel like you know, I mean, obviously, like I have a, a hot little three minute bit out of it. Um, yes, but, and that's what matters. And that's what's important. Well, that's you being empowered. By I'm it. empowered by it. Um, but uh, I, it did make me feel like, damn, like there, I am forever grateful for the experience. I'm glad that I got to protest the day before. I'm glad that I got to be there. Um, 
I'm glad that I was able to like show up and experience what I did. And I also went to a bunch of museums on the day after, which was also which is fun. also nice. Yeah, it was really fun. so you felt more empowered than you did like discouraged by the disorganization. Yes, overall. Okay. I, I think there was a point where I was like, I haven't eaten since 8 a.m. and it is 1 p.m. and I am concerned about the safety of my family and I'm going to start making some choices Yeah, uh, about leaving. <laughs> yeah, gosh. And we like sat there and really thought about it and, you know, we, we probably left by like 2, 2.30-ish. Um, wow. I mean, my aunt were just like, my cousin's like, I'm going to go back and we're like, bitch you could do that me and my auntie were like let's go get some wine girl let's go chill we did our part we showed up we went to the house <laughs> we thought out had a glass of wine and then went to dinner you know yeah. um so yeah so that's the thing i think that like there will be a, a shift uh perhaps maybe it'll become a little more organized yeah and hopefully it'll encourage people to attend more marches i mean to tell to tell on myself i haven't been to a march since that one i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't been in my in my defense i'm almost always out of town somewhere where there's no marches but like i haven't protested for shit and i've been like i'm there i'm there in spirit or i'm just arthritic and don't get out of bed and i'm a piece of shit well i mean that's fine if you have health issues and you're not here that's also fine i mean like the one on saturday i was like i literally haven't had a day off in a month yeah, I and straight just up just was like, like I can't bring I I also I need to do my own taxes. So let me not like <laughs> that was a that. shit that I was like, oh, today. Oh, well, you know what? I was getting like I was talking to someone who was going to that a couple days before. And um, but I will say that I've been calling my Congress people. Yes. Well, it's so important. And it's like, like I get the daily action text and um, I, I call my Congress people a couple times a week. I will say I do. Oh, what? I need and to I get on the local election. daily action text. <gasps> I'll send you the number that you can text about it. OK. Yeah um oh i like that a lot um maybe i'll include that on the outro or whatever yeah so other people can do it i'm trying to think you know what because i had i was feeling discouraged which is easy to do when you get like overwhelmed with all of the like inundation of news right and i was talking oh, to my friend about God. the tax march and i was like what the fuck is the point like he doesn't have to show his taxes he's not going to why are we marching and then she was like she said she's like yeah he probably won't show his taxes nothing will change and she had said I'm marching because I want people in other parts of the world to know that he doesn't mm. represent us. Right. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, you're right. No, that's huge. And also like there is there, we need tax reform. I mean, there's also that so bad. Like, um, we need that. Before we wrap up mm. and this is, too broad of a question probably but oh i love a broad question go, like general thoughts i'll meander anywhere yeah, well as far as the how it felt exclusive do you have any thoughts and obviously you're not like the guru of how to fix everything but like right or suggestions maybe even for like the people who are making it feel exclusive uh on like a better way to like come together and bridge that gap because i like to believe and this is just me being i'm the person who's like you could show me a man setting people on fire and be like, there's gotta be a good person in there somewhere. Cause I'm a fucking idiot. Right. I'll Some just, I'll just be, evil. you just need a hug into bullets is what I'll, uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm to a fault. I know that that's a thing I need to work on, but I want to believe that a lot of people who are guilty of being exclusive aren't intending to 100%. I don't think they are either. What do, do you have any thoughts on like what we can do to like, is it just, I mean, talking, I think. Yeah, I think talking, but, you know, not shutting out people who maybe 
don't think like you being willing to listen i think is important and going yeah Yeah. or people who don't necessarily agree with you i mean i'm sure there's people who um voted for trump but maybe there's some things going on where they're like well i don't love this you know there is there's room for conversation there yeah you know what i mean there's room to change ours i don't actually i don't know how to do it honestly um i don't i don't think i don't know I don't, I don't have a clue to be honest with you. I mean, all I can do for my part is like speak on stage about what is going on. Yeah. And how you feel. And like, you're, I agree. I like that though. Just to like being willing to listen, maybe like trying to encourage, I don't need, not even encourage other people, but like remind ourselves like as hard as it is to lose the mentality of like, Oh, if you don't agree with me, you could just unfriend me. Right. And uh, like, and I did that knee jerk, uh, probably oh, like, the oh, first God, like, month. Me too. I, mean, I, I deleted like family and my cousin was oh, like, you know, that's actually a that, hot streak. That family of hers actually like kind of d- democratic. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, whatever. I was mad at well, I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. I can't friend them now. Um, they'll know I unfriended them. I did. I know. <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, there is something to somebody you know not agreeing with you or whatever and just like finding your your common ground yeah it's like they're not a bad they're not necessarily a bad person right and also if you are you know marching and all of this you're probably marching for ideally you should be marching for the other person right we're we're mar and sometimes the people who that's what democracy should be right you should i mean like what's best for all of us if you marched against trump there are people who voted for him who need your allyship yeah who need whether or not you agree with them um you still are for all intents and purposes fighting for them so you should probably try to listen to yeah. the people that you're fighting for right yeah well and i think those are the conversations that are arguably the most important it's and like, they're hard to have yeah they fucking suck I was driving Lyft the other day and uh, the, the, this like young Republican couple found out later they were oil money. Um, and they, <laughs> they, um, uh, they were like, yeah, did you hear all the shakeup in the Trump administration, blah, blah, blah. And this is me not doing as I say. Um, but they were like, yeah, man, you. Bannon, da, 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 and Kushner, this and that. And I was like, well, you know, ban-. I was like, Kushner doesn't, of course, Kushner's not being like, you know, um, understand or like willing to work with Bannon. He's a fucking, he's a, you know, white supremacist. And the man goes, I don't know if he's a white supremacist. And I go, uh, Breitbart's an interesting publication. And then yeah. we didn't talk the rest of the ride. You're like, but then Hamilton came on. And I mean, Hamilton does build bridges in this country. <laughs> Thank you. Ever. Oh, the irony. Thank you, Lynn Manuel. <laughs> You're changing all of our lives through Hamilton. Uh. So, you know, in that moment, I was kicking myself because I was like, there would have been opportunity because I so infrequently am in interfacing with uh, young Republican folk. Yeah. What an opportunity that I just fucking shit on with my own fucking tinfoil hat belief. Yeah. Well, it's Uh, so much easier to just go. Nope. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's hard to go to recognize you needing to be like here's a conversation I should have, but cause it's, it's the right thing. Isn't always the easy thing. It's no, almost it's never, never it feels like never the easy thing. Yeah. <sighs> oh God. We could all do better. We can all do better. Let's all do I think better. That's the lesson. Yeah. Let's all do better. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, things we want to plug. What do you want to plug? 
your podcast. Uh, I got my podcast mixed up with Ma- with Bianca and Madison. I forget the name of it. Apparently, <laughs> you got um, mixed up. It's fine. I, I also run a monthly show called Gentrification in Highland Park at Avenue Fifty. Thank you, Avenue Fifty Studio. Um, please visit my website for upcoming show dates, uh, themadisonshepherd.com because Madison Shepherd. Uh, is currently being sat on for like two grand. And I'm like, I'm never going to buy Fuck it. Fuck those people. Never going to give you my money. Sorry, guys. Really happy at the Madison Shepherd. Yeah. And that's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, follow me on Twitter at oh, Madison yeah, yeah. Shepherd. Sorry. Of I don't know. Social media. Uh, at Instagram at Madison underscore Shepherd. Um, there you go. Yeah. She's great. Um, thank you for this. this yeah. Great. No, thank you. I'm glad we did it. We mostly didn't talk about the March, but I, we, I, felt, I feel like we circled back. We did circle back. I think we talked. Was about it not some. enough? Should we do a follow up? Oh, God. No, God, yeah, we can't. You guys, I feel like we talked about <laughs> enough. If you have any specific questions, you know, her Twitter handle, you know, mine hit us up uh, and, you know, whatever. OK, bye. Bye. There you go. Women's March and women's things. I'm a woman and she was too. And it was fun. Uh, I hope you learned a lot. And if you did and you enjoyed it, please uh, subscribe. If you didn't already, rate and review it on iTunes and uh, and share it with your friends because Lord knows everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes and this could help a little. Um, I always plug my shows here, but I, I am lazy and uh, tired. So <laughs> uh, just uh, check out my calendar, jessicamichellesingleton.com and uh, all my shows are there. You can follow at Blessed Podcast on Twitter and me at JMS Comedy. And if you have uh, follow-up questions for Madison or just follow-up questions in general, if you have guests you've thought of that uh, this has spurred in your mind that you're like, ooh, I'd love to hear interview this type of person or this specific person, uh, tweet them at me, send them to me, and, uh, and I will do the best, best, best I can. And as always, please remember that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity to them. They are just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. And we are very thankful for that because uh, otherwise, who would I ask these dumb questions to? Um, and, uh, and I do. I keep asking. I encourage everyone to uh, also keep asking. Don't let uh, the fear of looking dumb keep you from asking why or who or how or what. Because uh, the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. Uh, as always, see you soon, idiots. <laughs>